and welcome to the Creative Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Van Doren, and in this podcast, I talk with some of the most creative and inspiring people that I know. From hearing about their process to what holds them back from creating, routines and rituals, to the intersection between creativity and spirituality, you'll hear from writers, actors, singers, dancers, musicians, painters, multi-passionate creatives, and anyone else who considers themselves a creative soul. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Creative Soul Podcast. So happy to have you here. We are back this week with another interview with an incredible guest, someone I'm so excited to introduce you to, Britt Olson. So Britt is a certified health coach, spiritual life coach, podcast host, entrepreneur, energy healer, plant-based nutrition advocate, speaker, and integrative wellness enthusiast. She uses the concept of bio-individuality as her guiding principle to help overwhelmed women embrace the fact that there is no one-size-fits-all approach to life. Her unique approach combines ancient wisdoms, quantum energy, and spirituality to guide women towards leading more aligned lifestyles, careers, and relationships. So Britt and I connected, I think a couple years ago, actually. We connected completely online. I forget even how we originally connected. We were just maybe part of the same groups. I think we follow a a couple of the same podcasts. We're very like-minded. And she started her podcasting journey before I did. And so I was on her podcast, Loving Your Own Soul, I think last fall, maybe November 2020. And we had an amazing conversation about all things creativity and the ocean and mermaids. And we just really hit it off. And she's become one of my like really close friends on the internet. And in this conversation, we talk a little bit about social media and how we've made some of the most amazing connections and friendships and built this relationship over social media, which is pretty incredible when you think about it. And so having her on the podcast is so exciting. So I've actually been waiting to announce this until I had Britt officially on the podcast, but Britt is hosting a retreat this December in Puerto Rico. So a couple months ago, Britt was posting about this retreat that she's hosting, and I was like, I have to be there. And so I'm going to be at this retreat in Puerto Rico teaching a creativity workshop. And the retreat is a three-day weekend in Puerto Rico, December 3rd through the 6th, 2021, right at the start of Sagittarius season. And it's just going to be incredible, all about connecting with yourself, connecting with adventure and magic and finding your own inner magic. And so... I'm going to leave all the link and all the information in the show notes, but we get to, at the end of this conversation, we get to more details about the retreat, what you can expect, why you might want to go, what what you might get out of it. And then I think we didn't mention this in the conversation, but just want to say in this intro that if you sign up for the retreat, it is 100% refundable. So if for whatever reason anything happens with the state of the world, you can definitely get your money back. And then also wanted to mention, Britt is giving us a little gift for listeners of the Creative Soul podcast. If you sign up for the retreat and use the code Creative Soul, you can get $100 off the price of the retreat. So you'll get $100 off. And like I said, everything is refundable if, you know, worst comes to worst, but uh, we're expecting the best. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's been honestly 
one of my dreams for like the past three years to teach, to start teaching at retreats. And I just, I knew that this was something I was going to do and it feels like the perfect opportunity. And I'm so glad that it's with Brit, as you'll get to see in this conversation. She is just so warm and special and inviting and her energy just like, it's just magic. I mean, right before we started beginning recording this episode, we were like, you know what? Let's just let it flow. And that's just how we how we work best and how we really have learned throughout both of our spiritual journeys to really just trust and trust in the flow. And so in this episode, we get to all kinds of different things. We talk about disconnecting with social media. We talk about Saturn returns and what is our Saturn return and the lessons that a Saturn return will teach us. We talk about health coaching, her work in health coaching and the kind of work that she does with other women. And we talk about plant-based nutrition and nutrition in general. And then we really go into community and surfing and all of the fun things. Britt and I are so like-minded and We would just love to meet any of you that kind of feel our vibe and want to meet us in Puerto Rico. We would love to have you, seriously. So if you're considering going, definitely check out that code, Creative Soul. And if you want to ask me for more information, you can always reach out on Instagram at Leah Van Doren, or you can reach out to Britt at the Britt Olson. And so I'll have all those links in the show notes for you as well. But without further ado, let's get into this conversation with Britt Olson. Hi, Britt. Thanks so much for coming on the Creative Soul Podcast. Thank you so much. And thank you for starting that with that little grounding exercise. That was wonderful. Mm, yes. The, the blessings that a one breath can do is so just immense. So the first question I always start off with is what is currently fueling your creative soul? Mm. Oh my gosh. What a beautiful question to start with. Gosh, what is fueling my creative soul? It's funny. What is coming to mind is honestly my intuition right now. I feel like my intuition has just been like wildfire recently. I've also just been working with my Claire's and everything like that. And I'm feeling very empowered and embodied almost like through all my, my body is basically like mind, body, soul, just all of it. I'm feeling so connected right now. And that connection is really what is fueling me. Like I feel, I want to say unstoppable, but the energy around that word doesn't feel right. I'm almost just like, so in the flow, but then with that, like energy is everything. So it's almost like everything inside and around me is truly what is just fueling me right now it's it's hard to explain but it's honestly like one of the best places I feel like I've ever been in whoa first of all I love hearing that especially because for me I feel like I've gotten really bogged down with the state of the world and like Mm -hmm. I I kind of lost that 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 kind of belief in like the work and and just being present and being fully embodied like bodied like I felt like I felt myself get sucked in a little bit And so I'm wondering like how, what does that look like for you to stay grounded? What does that look like for you to really be supported on all levels? And like, how do you come to that like sweet spot where you really just feel in the flow? Totally. So I got sucked in super hard. Number one, I was like in it. And I, I literally had to just like 
I want to say like pull myself out of it, but it was almost like I had to get so low and bogged down by it to Mm -hmm. literally almost like catapult myself out of it. But honestly, what really helped me was just disconnecting from social media, the digital world, everything I was, I was just consuming so much. I feel like I had just lost my creativity, my inner fire, my sense of self. Like I was having trouble making silly decisions and I just truly had to pull myself completely out of it. And also hold boundaries for conversations in that process where I was like, nope, I can't, I need to get myself out of this. I can't let this into my space right now. Mm -hmm. And obviously I'm a very empathetic person. So at the same time and still feeling everything taking place, but I had to really connect back in to my truth and just really connecting back with my soul and saying like, I wouldn't have reincarnated during this time period at this age with these talents, with my karmic history and all these things, if there wasn't a greater purpose. And I truly believe that for all of us humans, like it feels like we're in this great, like uncovering, and then we're going to go through like a recovery and then we'll see what happens after that. But I just truly believe that like the world is always going to ebb and flow and we're always going to ebb and flow, but there's so much beauty to still be found. And to that point, also connecting with nature, literally just laying in the grass, like not even feet on the grass is not enough for me. I need like my whole body being held in the grass has really helped me too. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad we're having this conversation right now because literally I was real, like, like you said, I was so sucked in. I was using social media as a kind of coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And like, I knew, and I, and I have periods where I'll go on digital detoxes and then I'm good. And then I'll come back. But I really was like in a bad place just like last week. And I w- I was starting to feel like my nervous system act up and like all this stuff and all this uncertainty. And I was like, Whoa, why don't I just, just take some time off social media? Like, I don't like, like you said, the digital world, like we've kind of we've made it seem like that is the world. And that is what is real when it's like, no, look outside your window. Like what is happening outside your window? That is what is present. That is what is real. That is what is true. And so I'm in the past couple of days, I've like deleted my apps and I'm just like coming back to that. And I already feel it's been two days and I feel so much better. And it's crazy that like, that we get so sucked in, but then it's like, all it takes is just getting ourselves out of that. So that's, it's so on my mind right now. So it's amazing that you're on the other side of that. So that gives me hope. (laughs) Yes. And then to that point too, is then really dropping into my meditations. I had really kind of let my meditation practice go to the wayside. We're all human and kept telling myself, okay, if I just take, you know, a minute of some deep breaths in the morning, that's enough for me. And like, that's not enough for me. I need so much more than that. Mm -hmm. And I also will take time during the day too. I work for myself. I'm very fortunate there. I also believe if we work in an office or out in public, we still have like a bathroom that we can go to if we need to connect to our breath, go to your car and, or just sit with your eyes closed and your headphones on at your desk for five minutes, like whatever, who cares? No judgment, but really connecting, taking breaks through intentional breaks throughout the day to also come back to that sense of center was really helpful because our anxiety can like grab hold of us and just take us for a ride. So really putting the brakes on that ride before I would get too deep into it. 
Oh, that's such a, yeah, that's such a good point. Those intentional breaks. And even if you're in an office, I remember when I was in an office last year, I would like go to the bathroom and just have dance parties in front of the mirror just to feel like, yes. Hey, this is my break. Like <laughs> I need to feel alive. I need to wake up something within me. So that's a really good point. If people are at home working or, you know, still in the office now, will you give us a little background on like your story, like who you are, what you do, how you got into what you do? Yes, absolutely. So gosh, who am I? <laughs> well, <laughs> I know it always is. I feel, always feel so funny whenever I ask people that because it's like, okay, let me give you the last 30 years <laughs> of my life. But to title myself, I guess I'll call it, I am currently, I'm a certified health coach, a, a spiritual life coach, podcast host, entrepreneur, energy healer, advocate of plant-based nutrition, and just connecting with mother nature in all forms, really just in just a wellness enthusiast as well. I believe wellness carries so many different faces. I'm a water lover. I'm a generator in human design. I really just am a huge proponent for living life as vibrantly as possible. And I love soaking up all elements of life. But what got me to this journey, gosh, so I've always been on this journey, number one. I think I've tried to like, maybe just kind of like disregard the fact that like where I am today is really where I've been going the whole time. I've definitely taken different roads through the career route. I mean, even like my personal life and lifestyles and personal choices. I've had a minor health journey, definitely not to the extent that some people have had, mostly just like digestive distress, burnout, feelings of depression. I've had disordered eating back in the day and just a whole bunch of stuff that have really gotten me to where I am today. I've gone, I feel like if you're looking at like a pendulum, I can honestly say I've swung from one side all the way to the other side. And that is probably the best way to describe it. Mm -hmm. I'm an Aries sun, if you know anything about astrology, and then I'm also a cancer rising. So I have that fiery nature adventure independence is very much a part of me, but then the water element and the softness and all of that is also very much a part of me, like to give kind of paint a little bit of a deeper picture. I used to joke back in the day that I could be the CEO of a fortune 500 company living in the business suit and the independent businesswoman may never marry. Not that there's anything wrong with any of that. Or I could be the girl living on an Island bare feet, having brushed my hair in a week mm. doing whatever I'm doing there. And that is like really just the truth of my being and who I am. But since then I've really been able to blend the two together and have really enmeshed into just a more fluid and like soulfully true version of myself. I, I can relate to that so much because I feel like, even, you know, no matter what your astrology is, I'm Sagittarius sun, but Libra rising. So I feel like mm. I have that kind of same opposites, but I feel like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people in their charts have that like opposite where they're trying to they're trying to hold the duality of themselves, you know, and it's like how, 
you know, how does the island girl and how does the, the woman in the business suit, the CEO in the business suit, how do those, yeah, like find the middle ground. And, I, and it's funny because we started talking about like the state of the world in the beginning of this. And it makes me think about how we, we are kind of seeing that played out on like a big scale, just like the, the major dualities and polarities of earth and of life. And it's like, I'm trying to come to the question myself, like even in myself with my personality and with the world and everyone's different belief systems, like how do you find the middle and how do you come to the middle? And so even you just describing yourself in that way, and then like how you've been able to integrate both those parts within you, how that is like the true authentic expression of who you are. And so I'm wondering, like, how did you kind of, how do, how do you take pieces of both and how do you work with them in an intentional way so that they can serve you, you know, when they're needed and not when they're not, you know? Yes, absolutely. So, so true. So one of the things I do is I really, well, there's a couple things. Number one is I really just try to act as if I'm like the observer and like the witness to my own life to kind of like pull myself, pull myself out, get that bigger picture perspective and try to take the pressure off of it. Like Mm -hmm. I really remind myself that I am a soul having a human body experience. And I swear that just completely, like for me, just helps to remove a lot of that pressure. We feel that we have to like have it all figured out. Or like, if I made this decision, I can't change my mind the next day. And all the things that come with it. However, for me is really taking a look at, okay, the businesswoman when I'm stepping into that persona, what did I like about her and what did I not like about her? Mm. And I can take the attributes that I liked about her and carry those forward. And same with the Island girl, what, you know, what do I like? what could I leave behind? And just, I always try to carry that perspective of what am I taking with me? What am I leaving behind? And if I'm leaving something behind and creating space, I never like to just leave space. We should always then fill it with something positive. So what am I filling that space with, if that makes sense? Mm. And within that also just honoring the fact that I'm going to be experimenting and experiencing life and like, it's okay to make mistakes. And I also have full permission to change my mind at any given time. Like I try to really play through life and just because I'm stepping into one thing that does not have to be my end all be all. And honoring the fact that I am very career driven and career oriented, but that doesn't have to be a negative thing. I used to associate career and being career driven as this like negative thing that I was going to be a workaholic for the rest of my life and very in that like almost like shadow side of the masculine in a way. And I've had to really come full circle and go through the deep work and get to know myself, the good, the bad, the ugly, the sides of myself I was trying really hard to avoid and feel the emotions I was trying to keep capped down for so long to understand that career is just an innate part of me. It's just understanding how to find a healthy balance within that. Mm -hmm. And that while I do have the drive and the organization skills and the dedication, we'll call it in these certain elements, 
those elements can look however I want them to. And I can take time out of my day. I can create rituals. I can bring my computer outside if I want to, or maybe my computer stays at my desk and maybe it's me taking time throughout my day to go outside to swim in the ocean or jump in the pool. And like, I can have it all. And I think that's just important for all of us. We feel like we always have to choose and it's like this or that, but really we can have it all. It's our choice to blend it and to really step into that place of worthiness, really like self-worth. Like I can have it all. And we are truly the creators of our own reality. Mm. Oh yeah. I love that. And I, it's making me think for some reason, cause I, I think it, it reminds me of like, yeah, creating your own story and like create rewriting the stories that you used to believe, you know, that career has to look this way, but really redefining it and, and rewriting it for what works for you. And you do that by really getting to know yourself. And so I'm curious, like now that you've, it, cause it sounds like you've come to these conclusions or these belief systems. And I'm wondering actually what, if your Saturn return had anything to do with like hmm. rewriting those stories, or if you went through, cause I, I feel like I'm, I'm at my Saturn return now. I think I'm a little, a little early, but it, I feel the energy of it. And it's, and I already felt like I had a spiritual awakening. I already felt like I had, you know, had gone through all these things, but now it's like, I'm going through an, another layer, like a second one. And I'm just like, Whoa, what is happening? So I, I remember listening to your podcast and you talked a little bit about your Saturn return. And so I'm curious, yeah. Will you talk about a little bit about your Saturn return? And if that kind of got you on the other side, if that makes sense. <laughs> Totally. And yes, my Saturn return was definitely a big piece of this adventure, as I'll call it. Mm. Also, me not fully listening to myself and still being pretty disconnected and the universe and my spirit guides literally having to slap me in the face and shake the ground underneath of me to get me to truly listen was also a piece of it. But they both, they both really happened hand in hand together. So number one, with a Saturn return, we all experience different Saturn returns. So some people's may have less of an experience. Others may have more things to learn in theirs. I always want to preface with like, do not be scared of a Saturn return. If it's coming up, you will never be given anything that you can't handle. Even if it feels like in the moment, you can't handle it. I promise you one day you will look back at that situation of as almost that like street sign of like, okay, I got through that. I can get through anything because we always survive things. It's just in the moment. It feels like literally your world is breaking down right in front of you and there's no hope for the future. I can speak to this recently. (laughs) Yes. And I can only speak to this because of experience, because I've felt like the entire world was crashing down on my head. With that, our Saturn return, the energy, you will also start, it kind of like builds up almost. And then it gets to like the center point, the main lesson, and then it like builds back down. So I'm actually on the tail end of it, still coming back down. I'm kind of the energy is like dwindling. I don't know. I actually, it's interesting. As I say that, I think I'm going through something right now. That is kind of the final like dissipation of that energy, which is exciting. But yes, so with my Saturn return, I have Saturn in Capricorn, 
and it it was very career oriented it was very much about boundary setting as well not me leaking my energy giving my energy to all it was also about me really coming back home to myself and my truth and it was like I had to be completely disconnected and so lost to almost again pave that pathway back to myself. I also don't remember what element it is of my chart, but I do have Pluto and some other aspect where throughout my life, death and rebirth is just kind of a theme. Mm. So for me, I kind of have like almost like crash and burns in a way where something needs to just almost completely like, like just dissipate entirely for me to then like rebuild off of that ground. But yeah, mine was a lot about career oriented. And then just me really being true to myself, but it was really hard for me to be true to myself. And the universe basically came in and completely shook it up and gave me a situation that I thought my life was literally going to end from age like 29 to 30. Like I was convinced, like this is literally dictating the rest of my life. And sure enough, months went by and that was not the case. So things do change. (laughs) Nothing is forever. But in that process, I've always been just so grateful for all my lessons, all my experiences. Anytime I make a mistake or mess up or whatever it is, like I always say, resistance is your greatest teacher. So when you're met with resistance, the sooner we can start to embrace resistance the less difficult resistance is going to feel just like with experiences and lessons and those moments where you're like biting your fingernails and are like, please let this go away. The sooner we can lean into it and embrace it and see the lesson you can literally catapult. It's like you just collapse time and time. Suddenly you just move through things so fast. So that would probably be my biggest suggestion as it comes to Saturn return, I think is don't resist it just lean in and know that it's going to give you what you need and you're going to come out on the other side. Kind of a more evolved person. Totally. Yeah. The, what came through for me the other day was like, the only way out is through like, you know, and I, and I kind of feel like maybe the world is in this state too, where it's like, we've left the old behind and now we still don't quite know what like the new paradigm is going to be, but we've like we're starting to, and like you said, we need to, you know, un, I think you said at the beginning, we need to like unfold, like a crumbling down to then rebuild. <laughs> yep. And I, it feels like that. Like I feel, it feels like that because like, there's no going back to the way things used to be and there's only going forward. So it's like truly the only way out is through. So I just love that. That's kind of characterized by Saturn returns too. And for people who don't know, cause I also didn't know that you can look at your chart and see where Saturn is to see what maybe your Saturn return is related to, but will you just give the little, like, what is a Saturn return and how can people start to look for that in their chart? If they're on the journey or before the journey. Absolutely. So we actually will typically incur three Saturn returns in our lifetime. Saturn moves so slow. It takes 30 years for Saturn to basically move from one point all the way back to the next. So that is a Saturn return because it takes roughly 30 years. That's typically why your Saturn return happens in your late twenties through your early thirties. There's usually, I believe it's like a four to eight eight month window, depending upon the individual for when you get kind of that like peak of your Saturn return, 
mine literally the situation and I don't like to like physically speak to it because I don't like to give it life anymore literally happened per my astro cartography chart when I was in a specific Saturn location and literally to the date of wherever Saturn was in my chart like it's wild it like trips me up I don't think everyone has it that super specific but it is really wild to when I was looking back and reflecting on it I was like oh holy shit like you can't make this stuff up but what Saturn wants us to do Saturn is the rings Saturn wants us to learn our lessons is basically what it is. Saturn is here. We kind of, some people will like fear Saturn. You don't need to fear Saturn. Saturn is literally here for our greatest, greater good. So that's all a Saturn return is, is really building you up into your next phase. And then we'll typically have another one somewhere around that, like age 60 mark. And then if you're making it to 90, we'll typically have another one there as well. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't realize, I didn't realize that you could have a third one if you made it. Cause my, my grandma's 97 and she just moved from her home that she's lived in for the past like 70 years. And so I'm like, she, I, I should look at her chart. She might be going through her third Saturn return. Totally. She very oh. easily could be. Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. Okay. Wow. We, we just got off on this Saturn return tangent. <laughs> I, I love this stuff and we both love this stuff, but bringing it back to, you mentioned that you're plant-based, you love plant-based nutrition and I know you're a health coach. And so we talk a little bit, and I know you work with clients with your company one-on-one. So we talk a little bit about like what you do with people, how you help them, what, what are things that they typically come to you for? How do you work with them to, I guess, create a better, more wellness focused lifestyle? Totally. So the way I kind of say it is I help overwhelmed women through the concepts of bio-individuality, basically come back in tune, come back in center with themselves and help them to understand, guide them to understand that there's no one size fits all approach to health or life. Within that, I, individuals, mostly women, it can be men as well. Just typically women seem to be energetically attracted to me. I actually do have a couple of male clients, which is fun. So we really will cover everything from under feeling overwhelmed in the state of nutrition, your health, digestive distress, hormone imbalance, skin issues. Our skin is a resemblance of what's happening on the inside, adrenal fatigue, lots of different health issues, thyroid problems, everything like that. Anyone who's feeling very just disconnected from the plate, from the food that they're putting inside of them. If you're someone who deals with disordered eating or binge eating, I work a lot with really getting to understand our emotions as they pertain to our eating habits. Mm -hmm. Again, that state of overwhelmed, if we're not feeling our emotions, there's no shame in that. I've been there too. I mean, we're all there. Like it is very, I think Glennon Doyle says this in her book, Untamed, it's brave to feel your feelings. And I completely agree with that. It is, it's so much easier to not feel them. Yes, which is why I was scrolling on social media. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Totally. Yes. We all have 
you know, this outlet that we go to, to try to avoid, it's just the human experience, but to really evolve yourself and get back into that state of freeness and flow. Like I was explaining earlier, you just have to walk through the fire and like, it's really not that bad, but I get that it feels that bad. Yeah. But it actually, this brings me back to what you said, like about the resistance, because I think we make it, we avoid it because we think it's going to be so much worse than it actually is. But when we actually go through it and like feel our feelings, then it's like, it doesn't, it's never as bad as you think it is. And you always come out feeling like a hundred and it's just so worth it. So that's a great reminder for me too, that it's like, we resist because we're actually fearful of what that might uncover, but it's like, be brave to face your feelings because it's not, it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. <laughs> yes. That gives me goosebumps 110%. Oh. And what I found what's so interesting is within this process, I'm talking about food and nutrition, and there's also ways to really help balance out the body as well. Like we are proponents of what we eat and everything like that. But at the same time in uncovering these emotions, what we end up uncovering is we dig into the inner child work and our limiting beliefs and our traumas. And we really connect the dots back to the root cause. That's really never food driven. It's always emotional. So in the process, and again, for me, I believe that wellness and health is more than just what we eat as well. So in the process, we also go in and we start uncovering, okay, the career realm relationships, working with, whether that's partnerships, friendships, how we act in the world, parental relationships, we cover spirituality and creating or developing a spiritual practice, Mm. understanding move movement, our money mindset and financials. I mean, everything, our lifestyle, our environment, like it's all connected, which is so cool. And like they say, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I truly, truly believe that. But really in this whole process, I am just a guide and a mentor and my clients and those who I work with, this is like the coolest part are the ones healing themselves because they're doing the work. Mm -hmm. I'm just providing the tools, someone to bounce ideas off of. I do a lot. I work a lot with my intuition and I would almost say that I'm doing intuitive coaching. I will also tap in to, I don't want to use the word medical intuitive because I'm not at that level, but from an intuition standpoint can understand where things are happening in the body. So is it the throat area? Is it more in the stomach, the womb space? We do a lot energetically in that realm and really just bring people back into a state of balance and a state of balance in the event that whatever life throws at them, they can handle it because they can always find back to that point of balance. We're never going to be completely in balance, but it's understanding how to navigate life and feel grounded and centered and empowered. And I believe that a lot of that does come through the power of plants as well and nature and helping us clear out inflammation from our body. That doesn't mean that going plant-based or going vegan is like the way to life by any means. We're also individual, But if we can incorporate in more natural whole foods from the earth, it is not a coincidence that our earth produces these glorious foods for us. The more that our life does tend to fall 
into alignment in whatever capacity that looks like for you. Mm, yeah. I love that. You said it's not, it's like a, not a one size fits all approach because everyone is so individual. So for some people, plant-based might be the way to go. And for some people it might not work. And I also love that, like people, you know, people sometimes think it's about the food or it's about a certain issue you're you're having, but it's never just about that. It's always like, like you said, everything is so, so connected. And so I'm curious for people like who, I mean, even for myself too, I'm like, I feel like I, I used to be really good at eating healthy and, and, you know, making sure that I was eating local and organic. And, and I feel like the the last like year and a half in the pandemic, I've definitely kind of loosened up a little bit. And now I'm feeling like I need to get back into that. So I guess, what would be your advice for people who are maybe starting out or coming back to maybe a more just mindful, intuitive eating approach and like where to start? Like, can, cause sometimes I even get overwhelmed in the grocery stores. Cause I'm like, oh no, like what if, what if they've sprayed pesticides over all of this? And like, what if I can't even eat that? And it just feels so overwhelming at first because I'm like, okay, I, I won't get, I won't get this, but then, oh no, can I even trust the kale from the grocery store? Like how do you know, what should I do? So for people that are kind of starting, what would be like some good starting points to, to just begin this journey? Yes. So I get so overwhelmed too, especially when I start thinking about that. I'm like, oh my gosh, where do I get my food from? Yes. <laughs> I only have a grocery store available to me because that's what most of us have. And we also have to be trusting of what the grocery store is providing to us as well. So number one, it's okay to be overwhelmed. However, we only have what we have available to us. So I, so as it pertains to selecting the food that is available to us, obviously if you can buy organic that would be the best. If you can find local farmers, like a farmer's market, that would be amazing. I actually love a CSA farm share where you can partner with a local farm. It's like a membership. You give them a certain amount. They give you weekly vegetables. I mean, the food I've received from farm shares is truly unlike any food here that I've had in the U S like it's so, so fresh it's amazing. If you just Google CSA farm share, you can find one in your community. They're all over. You're also directly supporting a local farmer. So if you've been looking for a way to like find a cause to do good by, I mean, we need food to sustain as a culture. So support your local farmers. However, also give yourself a little bit of grace and compassion and understand. I like to work with my body and I'm like, Hey body, these are the only foods I have available for me. I don't know what's on this apple. Can I trust this kale? I don't know what to do. And I just communicate a lot back with my body. And I'm like, I'm trying to make intentional choices for us. However, there's always that sense of unknown. So this is where intention for me is really everything. And I truly believe in the energetic exchange that also takes place of when I'm intentionally picking out these specific foods whether they're organic or not, not knowing what's on them, I'm still going through an intentional motion on the best behalf of myself and my body kind of helps me Mm, because it's really difficult. Wow. That is for, I've never heard anyone say it like that. And that is so helpful that it's like, and when you're communicating with your body like that, it's like already then, you know, you're setting that 
that up to be a more positive experience for both of you, even if, you know, you're not eating the healthiest thing out there, even if there's something sprayed on it, like you don't know, but your body will always support you. So that piece, oh my gosh, that piece just unlocks something for me. So that is so wow. I love that. And to that same point, then when I'm making a decision to buy something, whether that's a food at the grocery store, a coffee, a meal at a restaurant, I always pause and ask myself, why? Why am I choosing this? Is this something that I really want to eat? Or am I feeling sad or overwhelmed? So the Gouda mac and cheese is what I'm going to choose, even though I know I have this intuitive feeling that dairy doesn't serve my body or something like that. Okay. Then like, don't choose that. Can you find a healthier option? Obviously what you're probably craving is comfort. That's normal. We're creatures of comfort and a warm food is very comforting. Is there a different warm food that you can choose that will be more supportive to your system. So really checking in with yourself, whether you're asking yourself why, or before you go to eat something, ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? Am I feeling aligned and happy? Am I feeling scattered? Like what's the emotional state? And that can also really dictate what comes next, because sometimes it's not even food that we actually want. We're really seeking something else. Like I call it a craving for a craving. We think we're craving the chocolate chip cookie, but really the first time we ever ate the chocolate chip cookie was in high school when we were feeling lonely and left out. So throughout our life, we go to chocolate chip cookies. All we really actually want is love and connection. We don't even want that cookie at all. So a craving for a craving, again, kind of just circling back to that root cause. Oh yeah. I love that. And that's such a like practical, accessible way that you can start practicing this today. I mean, Mm -hmm. I can go to the grocery store today and instead of just, Ooh, that looks good. That looks good. Asking myself, okay, taking that moment, that pause, like we had talked about in the very beginning of this of like, why, and what am I seeking? And will it give me what I'm seeking? Great. Then yes, I want it. And kind of just like starting to approach it from that space, I think is just so helpful, even for people just beginning. 100%. And if you're like, hell yes, like I used the like mac and cheese example earlier. If you're like, hell yes, like I want mac and cheese. And like, that feels like it's probably an innate calling. Like you can, you can (laughs) usually differentiate between what is like, eh, probably shouldn't do this versus what is like a total hell yes, this is a go. Yeah, totally. And then, you know, your body will work with you usually when, when it is a hell yes. So it's, it's all, it's like, I think about all the different choices that we have, you know, in every single moment and every single day and feeding ourselves and like deciding what to eat just seems like this, some overwhelming thing, because when I really think about it, it's just so overwhelming because it's like, oh, but I want, you know, my body to have this and this and this, but it's like, slow down, you know, make it intentional. And that's how you kind of eat food as medicine and, and vice versa. And just one more thing I'll say on that, to that point on the other side, if you hate kale and you're forcing yourself to eat kale, your body is not gaining the properties of kale it needs. You are telling yourself, I hate this and then putting it into your body. So just stop eating it. If you're eating something that you do not like because you feel like you should be, or you feel like it's good for you, 
stop eating it because I'm telling you, your body is not doing with the food as it should, because you're already signaling to your body that this is something bad that we don't want. And there's truly no bad foods, but we do have certain foods that we like and that we don't like. Oh, that's such an important piece that it works both ways. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Well, this kind of goes into, you know, the retreat that you are hosting in Puerto Rico. And I know that a big piece of that retreat are these like healthy vegetarian meals and plant-based meals and smoothies. And that just being one piece of this incredible retreat that I'm so excited about. So will you talk a little bit about the retreat, what it is, what people can expect, why you might want to go or who is it for? Oh my gosh, absolutely. I'm so excited for this retreat. And it's funny because I was talking earlier about how I've kind of figured out how to blend the CEO with the Island girl. And this is truly a blend of taking my strengths, what I'm good at, my purpose, my passions, and just like literally wrapping it all into one. Whenever I was sharing with my partner, the initial concept of the retreat, I was like, this is the best idea ever. I mean, I was just like radiating and his response was like, okay. And I was (laughs) like, what? Like, you know, immediately the ego is like, oh God, oh God, like, is this, this is a bad idea, like abort mission. And I was like, what do you, like, why are you not excited? He's like, well, I kind of felt like you were always going to do this. So <laughs> I'm confused why you are so excited. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> when Which people is- see us before we can even see ourselves. <laughs> exactly. 1000%. So just to kind of paint that picture for you. But this retreat was completely just honestly like birthed from my soul is kind of how I'll say it, but it is a spiritual wellness retreat all centered around experiencing magic and getting to know our own sense of inner magic. It's taking place the first week of December over Sagittarius season, also over the new moon in Sagittarius down in the Caribbean in Puerto Rico, which is a U.S. territory. So if you're U.S. based and you're listening, you do not need a passport, which is super fun. You also, because it is U.S. based, the U.S. does not require you to have a negative test to come back, regardless of your status. A lot of different countries, the U.S. still wants that negative test. So that is also a plus that they don't require that. So when you're traveling, you don't have to worry about getting that test a couple of days beforehand. Obviously, things are changing every couple of months, but I know for a lot of people traveling, that has kind of been a bonus point there. But this retreat is really just centered around you, your inner magic, releasing anything that is no longer serving you so that you can fully step into that highest version of yourself. This has been a year, I mean, almost like two years, a year and a half of just like our nervous systems have been on such high alert, whether we're aware of it or not. And I've intentionally created this retreat at the end of the year in Sagittarius season, all centered around adventure and stepping into a new, but also centered around counterbalancing out all that we've been through and being able to bring our nervous systems back down to a more relaxed state to gift yourself the time for you, the time to reconnect with yourself, meet new people, spend time 
out in the tropics. I know both of us just carry such a love for water and nature and sunshine and all those sparkly elements. So it's very much curated around that specifically. You mentioned the food aspect. We have a local chef who's going to be preparing so many fun local flavors, meeting, of course, any dietary restrictions. We're going to have yoga and meditation. And Leah, you're going to be doing a creativity workshop, which I'm so, so excited because creativity just truly like intertwines throughout the whole weekend of everything we do. We're going to be having cacao ceremonies and I have a beautiful partnership, a couple who's going to be coming and hosting our new moon ceremony for us actually on Saturday, December 4th, this totally like, hello universe, like all lined up, but we're going to be releasing what is no longer serving us using the element of a fire pit. We're going to be incorporating drums and breath work. And then we're actually going to be singing and they have different instruments that they're going to be playing with. And we will just be so just in our like divine goddess elements. It's going to be so magical. I'm truly so, so excited. We're going to also just have time for yourself too, like time to go take a walk on the beach, time to read a book by the pool, time to do whatever it is that you're feeling called to do lots of reflecting and journaling and just like, Mm. honestly, just all the pieces that come together to bring us back to that, like sense of home within ourselves. Oh my, it's so funny that like, we started this conversation being like, let's just go with the flow. Let's just see what happens, which Britt and I are very much (laughs) like that. But as you're talking, it's like talking about the retreat. It's kind of that thing that we've been talking about this whole time of like, you know, how do you get yourself sucked back out when you, when you've been so sucked in, especially in this year and a half, you know, are, like you said, or whether or not you're aware of it, our nervous systems have been like frayed to the max. And I have definitely been feeling that. And so it feels like, you know, and we've been, you know, inundated with the news and with consuming media and being in our homes and being disconnected from each other and not being able to see each other face to face and like living in these virtual worlds when, you know, that is not what is real and what is true. Like what is real and what is true is the physical world. It's in nature. It's being with people in person. It's connecting. It's like connecting with yourself and, and having that time away from your usual schedules, your work schedule, your social media and like unplugging. And so it's like it, to me, it like, that's the culmination of all of that, that it's like, that is that chance to completely unplug and to completely just be in community with other people. And like, I know for me, I talk a lot about the importance of creativity and community because it's, it's just everything. It's so healing. And it's so, it reminds you why we're here. It reminds you like why we are alive on this planet now. And I know that in these like darker times that we've been experiencing, it's so important to have that reminder again and again and again, and to come back to yourself, to come back to your body and like, trust yourself. So I feel like that is, I mean, that is what's going to happen. Absolutely. And just, it just feels already the energy I feel around it is so like, magical. And so that where I'm like, that is what I'm seeking because I haven't had that in over a year and a half, you know, I, I need that. And so, and the fact that like, 
it's traveling, but not even really traveling because it's in Puerto Rico. So you can still take a plane to a tropical island, but you don't have to leave the U.S. technically. So, you know, if you're worried about leaving the U.S., especially with these times, you don't have to. So it's just it's just so perfect. And like when we initially talked about it, too, I just got like when I know something is right, my whole like being just screams. Yes. Like, like you said, that full body. Yes. Feeling it's like my soul lifts up. I like, I just feel alive. And I have that feeling now I had that feeling when we talked about it before. So it's like already the magic around it is just buzzing. And I'm just so excited for like the people that will get to be on this experience because it'll be once in a lifetime. And it's like, if you need that sign, I think, I think when it comes to like retreats or, you know, doing something really big for yourself, it's like, it's an investment into yourself. It's an investment in saying, yes, yes, I deserve this. Like that worthiness, your piece you were talking about earlier. And it's just like, this is the reminder to everyone out there. Yes, you are so worth it. And yes, like, oh, oh my gosh, I just chills all over. <laughs> oh my gosh, same, like full body chills all over. And what you just said there it's about community and like the amount of digital connections. And like, I love the podcast space in particular and really social media because I flipped my social media usage to be more intentional. Now I'm just very aware of when things get a little shaky. I try to like get off of there and disconnect, but we're able to find connection through all these incredible digital tools, but we're not having the human physicalness of like you, like, I want you to be here in my room with me. Like, I'm so grateful that we're connecting over zoom, but like, I want to be able to like hug you and like, you know, be closer in your energy. And like, that's what this retreat is about. So if you've been craving connection and you're feeling while yes, connected in many elements, but also very disconnected at the same time, like this is the chance to really do that. And also I intentionally placed this retreat at the end of the year before the start of a new year. So that way we can really cleanse. And you said, give that investment to yourself and give that to yourself now, because when we make these intentional actions, energy is everything. And like, literally you'll see your whole world just starts vibrating around that investment. It's like the second you say that yes to it, you see everything just starts shifting and it's just so exciting. And like, what a beautiful way to really just recalibrate, come back to you, meet new friends, meet in person. Like if you've been listening to this podcast and you've been wanting to meet Leia in person and you think that would be amazing, like come join us in the retreat. Like we would love to have you. And I yes, so we want to meet that. you. <laughs> yes. We want to meet you. And like you said, I want to be in the same room with you. And it's such a different I like, like you said, it's so beautiful that we can get those connections virtually. Like I, I'm so grateful for it because without it, I think we would be so lost, but it's like, it's a whole different level when you're in person and the growth that you have, you know, after experiences like that, like you said, as soon as you say yes, and I've, I've experienced that with retreats that I've signed up for or events or trainings or, or things that I really felt like, oh my gosh, this, this feels so aligned whenever you say yes, and you make that like, and and you get through that initial resistance, that initial fear of like, oh my gosh, like, is this really, you know, is this going to be worth it? You say that yes. And it's like, like everything just aligns and it's, it creates shifts that are just 
I mean, just priceless. Like, honestly, just, it, it, it sets you up on a different, more, more aligned path that maybe if you hadn't, you know, if you hadn't taken that leap, then you would have maybe never gotten there or gotten there much slower. So yes, invest in yourself, like you deserve it. And so that's to anyone who's listening to who might like see this and feel like it's for them, but are on the fence for whatever reason, but like make the leap and just trust yourself because you wouldn't really feel that call if it wasn't meant for you. And it's so worth it. And I don't know about you, but I know for myself, like 2021 has not been easy, any easier than 2020. Like, I feel like, how is it September? I'm still remembering everything from September, 2020. Like, it's like, we've been in this crazy time warp and I swear it's because we never had time to shift and like close out 2020 and digest what took place and then step into 2021. So that's one of like my goals too, for 2022 is like, I really want this next year to feel more present and just more connected. And like some of the ways we have to do that is like, you have to release and let go of what you don't want and then create this space and this energy to then step into what you do want. And one thing on that is I was doing the math the other day between now and the start of the retreat, the lowest option to attend is 1200 us dollars, which you can reserve that by a $400 deposit, which is roughly starting at the beginning of September, $50 a week leading up to the retreat. So if you can give up your morning coffee habit for five days out of the week, that's $50 a week you can attend the retreat. Maybe, you know, a, your weekend brunches, you only go Saturday versus Sunday, a a night of drinking. Like when you start calculating it, it's so doable. And I specifically price this retreat at a level for it to be available for those who desire to come, because it's been a rough, it's been a crazy year and a half. Like, let's be honest. So just some things, again, it's all about mindset and perspective shift. But as I was doing the math, I was like, oh my gosh, that's easy. I mean, sometimes it's not easy to give up a coffee habit, but like go buy an $8 cup of coffee or $8 bag of coffee and make your coffee at home compared to getting it at a coffee shop for the next three months. And you can attend the retreat. Like simple as that. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that piece in. Cause I think that's such an important part of like, it makes me think of any goal that you have, you know, it's like, if you set your sight on something and it feels at first, so unattainable, like, you know, if it, if it's the financial investment holding someone back and, and if I, you know, saw a retreat and was like, Oh, I really want to go, but I, Oh, I just can't swing that. But then when you break it down into these smaller steps and like, think, okay, what would I actually have to do to get from point a to point B And you see actually how accessible it is. And it's like, can you make those shifts in your life? If you can like make it work for yourself, you know? So it's like, and like you said, it's all mindset. I've experienced that even when I've set goals and like at first thought it was totally unattainable, financial or physical or spiritual, whatever it is. But it's like, when you break it down you're like, oh, wait, I already have that. I, I, I can do that. It's here now. And so that's just a really, I, I think that's a really beautiful piece to remember. Cause I do that. I mean, I see certain prices again, it's kind of that like money mindset that I'm also healing through on myself as well. I've done a lot of work around this, but the work never ends. The journey just continues <laughs> is sometimes when we see those, you know, a thousand dollars or something like that, it's like, ah, like we immediately like pull ourselves out from that. But 
we can really have whatever we desire. And at a point in my life, if I said that to myself, I probably would have told myself to like, fuck off. But I really do mean that though, as we go through this journey, like we can have it all. Yeah, that's so true. Oh, that feels like such a beautiful place to like just be. And I'm so excited to see. I'm like the first time that we're going to meet face to face will be in the Caribbean, which is just everything. Oh wait. Oh oh my gosh. This also reminds me, I wanted to ask you about surfing because I know that you surf and I'm like, I need to hear more about that. I mean, we will hear more about it on the retreat and you know, you can meet us in person, but how did you get into surfing and will there be surfing on this retreat? (laughs) Yes. So surfing will be available for those who are interested in trying out surfing at the retreat. Rincon is definitely, it's this like sleepy surf town, laid back beach vibe. It's not the tourist driven town. It's very much a best kept secret. The secret is continuing to leak out, but I kid you not like anyone who's ever stepped foot in Rincon is like, there's something about this place and I can't put my hands on it, but every, it's just, it's this, like, I don't know. It's just, it's amazing there. So yes, there will be surfing to answer your question for those who are interested in trying surfing. However, if that is not for you, I can completely understand. Do not think that like you have to do that when coming to this retreat, totally (laughs) optional, but it is really fun. And it is a really fun way to connect with mother nature and the waves are longer there and you have much more freedom. And like, it's just, it's a different experience. So it's really fun. The waves can be very gentle there. They can also be big on some days too, but obviously if they're big, not in your comfort zone, don't, you know, do it. Anyway, though, but for me, I have always loved the ocean. I mean, just the beach, the ocean, everything like that. And for me with surfing, I actually had a babysitter back when I was little who surfed. And I grew up in a beach town of North Carolina, kind of like the southeastern tip of North Carolina. And she surfed and I thought she was super cool. And literally because of that babysitter, I was like, I want to try surfing. (laughs) So I had my first lesson somewhere in those like elementary school years. So from her, my parents signed me up for surf camp. I just absolutely loved it. Completely fell in love with everything about surfing, just the ocean. And I mean, just the ocean and just being able to glide on top of water. And then I really just fell in love with it and then started doing surfing competitions as a little kid. Blue Crush also came out like a few years after that. And like to this day, no matter, I don't even care if you think it's a cheesy movie. Most people do. It is one of my favorite movies. I will always love Blue Crush. So that movie also just kind of like spurred that interest of mine. And I just fell in love with it entirely. And and you still surf now in Florida, right? Yes. Yep. Not as much as I would like to, but that's actually one of my intentions is to, again, we can have it all and crafting out Mm. more time of doing a little bit more of the things I love, even if I have to drive a little bit further for them with where I live right now. But. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm like, I have such an obsession and fascination with surfing. Actually, I'm, I'm reading right now barbarian days, which is this <gasps> memoir, um, about this guy who like his, it's, it's like, it's like a surfing memoir. It won the Pulitzer prize. And then I'm also watching the ultimate surfer on ABC right now, which is hilarious. Cool. It's so <laughs> good. I'm just obsessed right now. So now I'm like, 
oh, I can try some more surfing in Puerto Rico. (laughs) Yes, you should. It's so fun. And the ocean also like gives you what you need, but you didn't know you need. Like there's something about the way she just like rocks your world, but then picks you back up and she'll be rough, but she's gentle. Like to me, the ocean is just such a metaphor for life. And I'm just so, so grateful for the ocean. Like the ocean is amazing. It's, it's so, I mean, I agree with you hundred percent. It's so amazing. It's like something that's totally incomprehensible almost to like our human minds because she's so vast and so big. We don't even know how deep she is. And the, the lessons that you learn in the ocean are totally mirrored in the lessons you learn in life in spirituality in any creative practice, even in my, in my book, the other day, there was a quote that was like talking about big waves and getting, you know, sucked under big waves. And, uh, you know, what do you do when you feel really scared of drowning? And the guy was like, you know what? The waves always pass. Like the waves will always pass. And I mm-hmm. underlined it, highlighted it. I was like, that's so that's so appropriate for even what we were talking about today about like emotional waves, like life waves, you know, going through your Saturn return, all of it, like it will always pass. And so I just, that just feels so beautiful and so complete. One thing on that really quick, this just came to mind and I haven't, I have to find what journal I wrote this in, which is funny because I only wrote this in May. So it wasn't that long ago, but I go through journals (laughs) really quickly. I tend to really fill them up, but I was sitting by the ocean and she told me the ocean told me something along the lines of, because I was asking her like how, just like how ancient she is and how she continued, like she's just, we put her through so much as humans that I don't think we really understand. And she said something along the lines of, I've been through it all yet. I will always continue to show up for you all. And to me, that really just felt so symbolic of our own lives and our own journeys of like, we go through so much yet we still have the choice to continue showing up for ourselves or those around us because we are a little externally gratified as well just as humans it's normal but you can go through so much and you can still show up for yourself oh that is wow thank you I needed that and that's it's so true one of the last things I'll ask you is I love sharing creative resources on this podcast so really anything that you're like interested in right now what are you reading what are you listening to I love just all the resources (laughs) yes so I am currently reading a book called cosmic health which is blending astrology with wellness which is really cool. It's very synchronistic, like per your astrological chart and some of the things you deal with. It also taps into your like creativity and your sensitivities and like all the things that make up you. It's a very interesting perspective. So I have been loving that book for what I'm reading. I also love the practice of art journaling where if anyone is not familiar, you can take an old book, an old journal, whatever you'd like to use as your medium. And I like to watercolor through mine. Sometimes our journal through mine. Sometimes I'll go into meditation and I'll sketch out what came to me in my meditation. Sometimes I'll just paint because painting, you know, the brush stroke is super therapeutic. So I love art journaling. The best part about art journaling for me, because I'm not a, I'm an artist, but I'm not someone who makes 
paintings for the wall <laughs> is kind of how I'll put that <laughs> is I can then just close the book and it's my own private book of art. And I love that. It's not something that I kind of used to like restrict myself because painting feels very healing for me, but I always was like self-conscious about what I was painting and then what I'd do with the big canvas. So art journaling has really like meshed that together for me. And then music is just so key. I love music and I just love the way music flows through our bodies and just connects us to our emotions or helps push out, flush out our emotions or open them up. So music is so, so key for like my sense of being. Mm, oh, I love that. And what kind of music do you listen to? Is Do you have any favorite artists right now? All different kinds. I actually created this playlist on Spotify that was very much channeled through me. It actually is happens to be 44 minutes, which is not a coincidence because 44 has become an angel number for me. So I found that out weeks after creating it and was like, oh my God, this is so meant to be. But I feel that this playlist as a female really connects us to our chakras and kind of takes us up and down through different points within our body, but it's actually a culmination of artists from, which is not normally where I'm inclined, but like some, like I have some Lady Gaga songs in there. I have some Maggie Rose. There is Kygo and Whitney Houston there. Like it's a full blend of things, but normally I'm driven to kind of like deep house, I would say a little bit of like tropical house vibes, but then I love good guitar. I mean, binaural beats are definitely like what I play from nine to five when I work throughout the day. I noticed the other day I had the same three binaural beats songs on replay on loop for like literally eight hours. I think it's like a total of like 16 minutes of music (laughs) that just kept playing for my entire day. But honestly, I love and appreciate all types of music. The only type of music that does not jive with me particularly is like super heavy metal. Mm. Oh, that's so interesting. I thought you were going to say country. Mm. I actually have found an appreciation for country, but it is at certain like moments and then it kind of is there. And then it's like, okay, we're gone again. Oh, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> even as you were talking about the like tropical housewives, I was like, we're going to have a dance party on the beach. I can see us in Puerto Rico having a dance party under the new moon, like after setting our intentions and yes. just like our hearts exploding. I cannot wait. <laughs> we are going to do so much with our hearts and like heart coherence connecting uh, to our hearts. And I think I might've forgotten to mention this, a very key element as we're talking about the ocean, we are staying at an oceanfront villa. So we are right there on the ocean. I mean, you literally walk from the grass in the backyard blends into the sand right on the ocean. Oh my God. So definitely dance parties for sure. What a dream. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Britt. Can you tell us um, where to find you, how people can find more information on the retreat, how they can sign up um, and how they can check out you and your amazing podcast, Loving Your Own Soul, which 
I love, I, I listen to loving your own soul all the time. I love it so much. It's the best. So definitely check out the podcast, but yeah, where can we find you? Thank you. So you can connect with me on Instagram. I am at the Brit Olson and that is Olson O L S O N. And my website is the same thing. The Brit All the information for the retreat is on my website. It's also linked on my bio on Instagram. And then you've got my podcast, loving your own soul. Like you said, definitely give it a listen, but yeah, feel free to drop in on Insta is probably like the easiest method of communication. Say hi. If you have questions, I would love to chat with you. And that's something else is like, I literally love meeting people and connecting people Mm -hmm. and like bringing people together. So yeah, I just, I I love all types. Like I'm so infatuated with people. So please say hi. And (laughs) and you're doing travel consultations if people want to come, but are curious about like how to book flights and stuff. You're doing one-on-one calls, right? I am. Yes. So there's like a couple different airports in Puerto Rico. So if you have questions, I would love to do a 20 minute travel consultation with you. I love booking travel and I've like figured out some little tricks here and there, especially as it pertains to flying into Puerto Rico. And we're also, as we're talking about our nervous systems earlier, I'm providing transportation to and from the airports to the villa as well. So literally all you have to do is say yes to the retreat, book your flight. And like, as soon as you land, you've got everything taken care of for you. So no stress whatsoever. Oh my gosh. That's perfect. Like already my nervous system is relaxed. Cause that's the scariest part of traveling is like getting to the airport and being like, where do I go now? Now, so what do I do? Right. It's like get, having that all taken care of you. It's like, all you got to do is say yes. And the rest is taken care of. So I am. So if excited. you want that like VIP treatment to like have a driver there with like your name on a sign, because it's a really fun feeling like, or have the retreat on, you know, on the sign or whatever, like you can get that. And like, we all need to experience that at some point. Oh my gosh. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Britt. I am like so excited to meet you finally in person after knowing each other digitally over the last couple of years and just so excited. And thank you for sharing all of your wisdom today. Yes. Thank you so much. I just, I so love connecting with you. I mean, every time I talk with you, it's just so wonderful. So thank you for you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode and thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend and tell them what inspired you. Or if you'd be so kind, you can rate and review the podcast. And when you do, I would love to gift you my free guided writing meditation that will connect you to your creativity, yourself, and your spirituality. Just go on over to my Instagram at Leah Van Doren. That's L-E-Y-A-V-A-N-D-O-R-E-N and send me a screenshot of your review and I will send over the meditation and I would love to hear your thoughts. Stay inspired, stay creative, and keep shining your creative soul. Thank you.